Welcome to the LearCast by Lear Capital, the precious metals leader. With over $3 billion in trusted transactions, the LearCast aims to keep you informed and aware of precious metals news and events affecting the economy, the dollar, and your savings. Visit our website at learcapital.com. And now, here is your host, Rachel Mills. Welcome, welcome to the LearCast. I am Rachel Mills, your host. Today is October 3rd, 2023. Now, yesterday, I had the opportunity to sit down with Judge Andrew Napolitano, who we are so proud to have as a Lear spokesman. We discuss gold, the economy, news of the day, and yes, full disclosure, as he says, we put some money in his pocket, but not words in his mouth. Now, let me ask you something, dear listener. If you had a renowned, elite, constitutional scholar and teacher all to yourself for 15 minutes, and you had a crazy constitutional scenario about President Trump and his legal issues rolling around in your head, as crazy as it was, could you resist the urge to run it by the judge? Yeah, me neither. So I managed to slip that in towards the end. Luckily, the judge quickly and deftly shot down my hypothetical, and I got a great history lesson to boot. This was a great conversation with my friend, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Have a listen. Welcome, Judge Andrew Napolitano to the LearCast. It is my huge honor to have you on board today. Very excited to speak with you. Now, where are you, where are you located right now? I'm in, uh, well, it's a pleasure to be with you, uh, Rachel. Your uh, viewers should know that we've known each other for 100 years, but this is the first time we're interacting uh, in this uh, um, manner. Uh, I'm in northwest New Jersey at the top of the Delaware River, where New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania meet, about 75 miles outside of New York City. Nice. Nice. How's the weather up there? Very hot today. It's 80 degrees. It's like uh, the middle of August rather than early uh, October. But fall is here. The leaves are turning and it'll be it'll be autumnal by the end of the week. Autumnal. That's a good word. So I've got all kinds of questions for you. Um, A few constitutional questions. So it's such an exciting honor to talk to you about the Constitution. Um, But first, I want to talk about the latest brouhaha about Spending in debt and Congress just passed another budget deal, kicking the can down the road for 45 more days. What do you think about the deal? Are we going to keep spending forever? Is there ever a stop to all of this? What are your thoughts? I don't think this will stop unless someone like um, your former boss, Ron Paul, becomes president of the United States because of the, um, the Uniparty which is the majority of Republicans and Democrats on Capitol Hill in both houses, is pro-spending, pro-debt, pro-war, pro-welfare, pro-security state, pro-administrative state, pro-deep state, uh, pro-Federal Reserve, Um, as long as they can basically keep uh, the masses happy. Uh, They don't care uh, about debt. I mean, this deal that Kevin McCarthy supposedly struck continue spending at the same levels at which Mrs. Pelosi established it uh, a year ago. So what was gained by Republicans taking control of the House of Representatives? Yeah, uh, with with Republicans like this, who needs Democrats, right? Correct, correct. (laughs) Nothing was gained uh, in terms of uh, fiscal sanity or stability. Um, 
We're just being yeah, spent we- into oblivion. And recently, the national debt surpassed $33 trillion for the first time in history. How, as, how much high of that, can- as, as much of that under Republicans uh, as under uh, Democrats. Unfortunately, Donald that's Trump the case. raised it $7 trillion. George W. Bush raised it uh, $7 uh, trillion. Uh, nobody, nobody seems to care. Is it constitutional? Well, the Constitution does contemplate debt. But think of it this way. Uh, we are borrowing money from China, real cash from China. We are giving it to Ukraine. We are then creating out of thin air the cash with which we pay the interest on the debt uh, from China. So that sending cash out of the country, enriching uh, a country that might someday be uh, an adversary, raising uh, the cost of everything here. And who's going to pay for all this? Your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. Because if this continues unabated, you know, one third to one half and maybe more than half of the tax revenue uh, collected by the IRS, nearly all of which is unconstitutional and all of which is immoral. But nevertheless, that will go to debt service, yeah. paying interest on debt. That's how bad things are. And with the exception of some conservatives and some libertarians in the House, nobody seems to care. The vast majority doesn't care. Kevin McCarthy is being lauded for this. He should be driven from office for this. That's how horrific this deal is. And they may still try, it sounds like. Well, maybe maybe, uh, Matt Gates and his buddies will uh, have enough votes to kick McCarthy out. I don't know who would uh, replace him or if that person would have a different attitude. I would hope so. Watch them replace him with a Democrat. Oh, it's crazy what's going on in Washington. But I'm glad you brought up Ukraine. I know on your show, Judging Freedom, you talk to a lot of military experts about Ukraine. And I really, really appreciate the insight. But can you give our viewers kind of a nutshell what you're hearing from all your experts about what is going on there? And do we have any chance? I say we. (laughs) Do the Ukrainians have any chance of winning at this point? Well, they have no chance of winning, and they never did, and American intelligence has known that. But by the time the intel gets to the White House, it's been so spun by the politicians in the senior parts of the intelligence community that they tell the president and his people what they think those people uh, want to hear. Right. Look, we fomented a revolution there in uh, 2014. We drove the president Uh, from office. We controlled the subsequent uh, elections. The American foreign policy apparatus and their friends uh, in Western Europe uh, are using Ukraine as a battering ram. They think it can drive Vladimir Putin from office. They've grossly underestimated his resolve, his patience, and the uh, fortitude of his his military. Uh, On the other hand, uh, Zelensky um, keeps saying that um, the war will not end until Russia is out of eastern Ukraine or out of Crimea. Crimea has been part of Russia for longer than the United States has been a country. It goes back to Catherine the Great in 1730. Uh, eastern Ukraine is totally uh, Russian, culturally and Russian-speaking, to the point where the government of Ukraine bombs eastern Ukraine, people that they claim are Ukrainians, but they're really Russian people, by culture, 
language uh, and uh, history. Uh, President Zelensky uh, is in a box. I mean, if he negotiates a peace deal, the right wing uh, in his country will probably kill him uh, and take over the uh, take over the government. You're not exaggerating. Pardon me? I don't think you're exaggerating when you say that. No. And sooner or later, uh, they're going to run out of uh, out of money. Right now, we fund the entire Ukraine government. It is a vassal state of the United States. We pay the salaries of the people that work for the government, including President uh, Zelensky. We pay the salaries of the military. We pay the salaries of the uh, veterans. And at some point, that will just have to stop because the American public will realize this is just a colossal a colossal waste. It is not our business. It is not our fight. It is not our war. However, the CIA and MI6 and their friends in the media uh, have succeeded in planting uh, enough stories here and there to make Vladimir Putin look like a, a monster, even though more Americans are concerned with where did Taylor Swift sit <laughs> at MetLife Stadium to watch the Jets so lose ridiculous. to the Chiefs last night than they are this war, because most Americans don't care about the war. And that's no. the danger of it. No. If American boys start coming home in body bags, you Americans will start caring about the war. Yeah. And that may very well be the next step, right? Now there are troops on the ground. They're out of uniform. So President Biden is able to say we don't have troops on the ground because the definition is that they're wearing uniforms. American troops out of uniforms do not have the protection of the Geneva Convention. They can be arrested and summarily executed as spies. Summarily executed. Wow. Comes down to an outfit. That's crazy. So what is all this doing to our dollar? And what do you think about precious metals as an investment? Well, precious metals have traditionally uh, resisted the impulse uh, of inflation or even deflation uh, for that matter, because they have inherent worth. Yeah. Uh, gold, now gold does fluctuate, but it's never zero. It's always worth something. And mm-hmm. it is generally immune uh, from the tinkering in the marketplace uh, by the federal reserve. In, in fact, it, it, it is more attractive as the stock market goes down and as prices go up, it, Uh, and to a lesser extent, silver, are the safest uh, investments there are. Uh, Your audience knows I'm a spokesperson for uh, Lear. Yes, yes. Uh, Lear is the best company company out there. They have the best program uh, going. Uh, They do put some money in my pocket, but they don't put any words in my mouth. And I speak from my own uh, experience about their virtues. Uh, But uh, gold... Uh, is the standard. The phrase gold standard mm-hmm. is not just a, um, a literary phrase. Uh, it references that uh, when money is backed by gold, uh, the politicians can't affect the value of it. When money is not backed by gold, and ours hasn't been, we lost the gold backing in stages, the last of which was President Nixon in 73. When money is not backed uh, by gold, uh, then uh, the value uh, of money is determined by the central bankers. So gold right. is protection against inflation uh, and against central bankers. And right now, central bankers are ruining the economy, the people that run the Fed, and have caused inflation. Congress has caused inflation too, 
by spending more money than it uh, than it takes in. But if it didn't have the Fed to monetize uh, the debt. Yeah, correct. Correct. Congress wouldn't be able to get away with half of what it gets away with. And the Supreme Court, I'll get to get back to my end of the world. The Supreme Court has never ruled on the constitutionality of the Fed. Oh, wow. Um, That's a good point. They've never ruled in the modern era on the constitutionality of the legal tender laws. You know, that a dollar doesn't have to be backed by gold because the Constitution contemplates the backing. Uh, Here's a question. The late Justice Scalia, before he died... Uh, told, uh, told me that he thought the legal tender laws were unconstitutional and that if it ever came back to the court, they would invalidate dollars not backed by gold. I'm wondering if the whole issue with central bank digital currencies could eventually push the issue in front of the Supreme Court, because some states like my state, Florida, have passed resolutions against the central bank digital currency. I wonder if that's going to be what gets it in front of the Supreme Court and if there will be constitutional protections against that. It might very well do that. Uh, I don't know how it would end up. I mean, uh, Justice uh, Gorsuch is a uh, libertarian and a free market or the others are either liberal Democrats or big government Republicans. And there's not much of a difference between them. Mm. So you don't you don't think it well, it, it would be so disruptive. And it seems like the Supreme Court actually considers the disruption <laughs> in their decision. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. There should be justice, though. The heavens fall. Right. Uh, the Supreme Court should do the right thing under the Constitution, though the heavens fall. But they don't think that way. Right. OK, so I have been dying to ask someone this question. About the whole Trump legal situation, I want to pose a for instance and ask your constitutional opinion what you think. So I'm not someone who is all into the conspiracy about, you know, election fraud and everything like that. I don't I don't want to, you know, say that I go either way. But like, what if go with me here? What if the Democrat establishment conceded what if they decided yet yes the election was stolen and yes trump was duly elected three days before biden's term is up and they reinstate him and they let trump be president for three days and then and then they decide that since he was duly elected twice and he served part of that term that he's not eligible to run in 2024 what do you think about that possibility is that crazy well, I don't think it's even conceivable, much less uh, possible. The Congress doesn't have the authority to substitute uh, presidents. And the uh, Constitution only permits or only prohibits um, a third term if the person has served more than two years of somebody else's term. So okay. uh, serving three days or anything less than 24 months of someone else's term uh, would not invalidate him from his own full uh, term. That's why oh, LB, LBJ, if he wanted to, uh, could have run for re-election in 1968. And had he won, uh, he would have served nine and a half years uh, because he served the last year and a half of uh, JFK's term. So the oh my goodness. amendment you're talking about specifically addresses who shall have been elected to two terms or served more than half 
of someone else's term. Okay. I knew that was a crazy idea for some reason. Thank you for explaining it to me. <laughs> I mean, politics is so insane these days. Um, well, you know, I, I say it's inconceivable. I mean, almost anything can happen. <laughs> I think the country is chaotic and the world is chaotic, and that's very dangerous because chaos yeah. leads to authoritarianism. Right. Um, one last question, then I'll let you go. What do you think about Gavin Newsom appointing a Marylander to fill uh, Diane Feinstein's vacant seat? Um, just announced today that Lafonza Butler, a he's he said that he wanted a black woman, and so everybody immediately thought Barbara Lee because she's a black woman uh, in the U.S. House representative from California. Instead, he picks LaFonza Butler, and she's from Maryland. What do you so think she, about that? She does not live in California? No. Well, she I, don't was, think the Senate, I don't think the Senate can seat her if she doesn't live in uh, uh, in California. The case is there like is a the, residency requirement in California? There is. Yes, there is. It's, yeah. not a re, it's not a California requirement. It's a constitutional requirement interpreted in a case called Powell versus uh, McCormick. Uh, in which the House attempted to kick out um, uh, Adam Clayton Powell, but uh, the, he, he's going to have a serious problem. Now, again, this is a political appointment. He may, may very well have made it not because he wants her in the Senate, but be, because he wants the political benefit of having named her. He mean, it may very well be that he couldn't care less if she actually gets the job. Ah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now, apparently she has some connection to California, but it's been pointed out that very recently, like she's the um, president of Emily's List and her bio said that she lives in Maryland and that's recently been scrubbed. So that'll be that'll be interesting to watch. Um, well, I know we're past our time. I very much appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. Hope we can do it again sometime soon. Oh, absolutely. It's a pleasure, uh, Rachel. All my best to you and to your uh, bosses and colleagues who are my longtime friends. Thank you so much. That's it for the LearCast today. Thank you so much, Judge Andrew Napolitano, for that insightful conversation. I thoroughly enjoyed it. If you are ready to discuss adding gold and silver to your portfolio, call 1-800-816-5452 and one of our astute and friendly account executives would be delighted to help you with that. Unlike some places, we have gold in stock and no two ounce limitations on sales. You can buy as much as you like. And for a limited time, we'll add a $500 account credit towards shipping, insurance, and fees. That's $500, no obligation, that you can use at your convenience within 90 days. Call 1-800-816-5452 to be connected. Thanks for listening, folks. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone you know about the good news about gold and the LearCast. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, and thank you so much for listening. This has been the LearCast, a Lear Capital production. Thank you for listening.